And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome on to the show today. It's going to be just a little more than a week before Dennis Edwards and the Temptations hit town. And good morning, Dennis. How are you? How you doing, Steve? I'm fine, man. You know, I see you guys having a little better weather than we are. Well, you're just so I'm just I'm looking forward to coming down there. I guess by the time we get there, it should be around seventy-five or eighty. Well, you're just calling me from St. Louis, which means you're getting it first. <laughs> yeah, we get it first. We, yeah, but you know, the weather weather pattern is 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 not not par for the course anymore, you know, so we don't know where we're going to get. We just keep a coat in our back seat of our car. <laughs> you know, but you know what I have, Dennis? I always have sunshine on a cloudy day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You when, know what you know, talking if you about? got that, you, you can't go wrong, <laughs> you know. And when the you Temptations know? hit town with Dennis Edwards and the Temptations Review, uh, it's going to be something extraordinary. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. As you know, four members, Eddie Kendrick's, uh, uh, Melvin Franklin, David Ruffin, and Paul Williams are no longer with us. But right. Uh, you know, I've, I've kept the group together, and you know, we've man, we have such a great show. We we put the show together. Just if you remember the old chips like they used to be, you know. Of course, I'm still alive and kicking, but that's a good part. Well, you but, know, it, it is, and and your your show has just gotten such rave reviews everywhere it's played, and we were just very fortunate to get you to come to such an intimate uh, uh, venue as the Vern yeah, Rife Center we for the Arts. We were trying to figure out how to get there, but then somebody could print them out. I know I got a lot of relatives living in the Cleveland area. Yeah, they say it's a beautiful area. Oh yeah, we, and you know also I, I have eighteen year old. She's trying to find a college, so I might just come down and look at look at the, the university and see what's going on there. We got a great university. That's and, what and, I heard. I heard it is really a wonderful university, a wonderful place to live, and you know, of course, that's 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 an Ohio thing. It's just a beautiful place to be there. Are you originally from St. Louis? I'm originally from from Birmingham, Alabama, but you know, I grew up in Detroit with yeah. the Motown sound. Then I moved west with them. Big mistake. <laughs> you know, a lot, lot of us, you know, we, when, when Motown moved to California, right. uh, a few of the groups, Four Tops, Mouth, and a few of them, they stayed in Detroit. That was the best thing we could have done. We, I moved out there to the high-rent district, and if I could just have a half of that little money I spent out there. <laughs> you know, I tell but, you what, you're right. When, when, when Motown moved from Detroit, and I, I wrote an article about you guys uh, this week, it's, and I'll have a copy for, for you right. when you hit town. It was such an, a family environment, wasn't it, uh, right. going Detroit. to Hitsville, USA? In Detroit, it was such a family. Yes, it was. But then when they moved to Cal, see what, what happened? We, we started out, Motown was such, such a big, it was just a great family atmosphere. You could come in and sit on the president's desk, and you know, <laughs> there, were, there was no secretaries. Or, and then all of a sudden, we became successful. I tell people, success brings about corporations. Right, absolutely. Then all of a sudden, we, we went from, I don't know what the figures were, 300,000 to about 4 million, and then 4 million to 20 million, and <laughs> when it got up past 20 million, you had to have to make an appointment to see the president. Right, exactly. But that, that's what happens in business. And, you know, I, just, I tell people all the time, I don't think there will ever, ever be another family-run business like Dr. Empire, Mr. Barry Gordy, started, because he actually started with a dream, and, you know, we had great singers, great players, and... I think I think the only thing that ever happened to Motown was success, which exactly. happens to a lot of corporations. You start off real meek and humble, and then all of a sudden you get big. You, you, that's where you need to watch it, you know? How did you guys, I'm going to ask you a question, there were a lot of egos involved in all the different well, groups, but you guys seemed to handle it very well. Well, well you know, you know, it, it, you know you're, in, you're in a group, and uh, a group like, like Temptations, well, the ego comes around when there's like a, a four tops or somebody with one lead singer and you got other, three other guys singing background or the miracles the same thing well of course
singer is going to naturally uh, feel like he's better than everybody else. But when you got a group that was made up like the Temptations, well, uh, each one of us in their own right could, could carry the ball. Right. So it was almost like a good team, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you look at you look at that. You take that Kansas team that, that beat that. Uh, uh, who did they play this year? North Carolina team. No, right. they <laughs> Who did they play? Oh, you're talking about the, the Giants. Well, in the Super Bowl, you had the Giants beat uh, New England. Same thing with yeah. the team. Yeah. And, and, and that's what it's something. But I'm, I'm going to tell you something so unique about my group now. It's, it's so amazing. I remember when I joined the group in, in 1968, about 40 years ago, and I remember I was trying to learn my steps, and the young, we had a special coming out called uh, TCB. You remember that one? I do. I sure do. And with the Supremes. And, um, Oh, man, Mr. Gordy told me, well, if we can't get the steps right, we just do the special with the four. And I remember Paul Williams came up to me, and he told <laughs> to me, he said, man, I was watching TV. He said, turn that TV off. We're going to learn these steps. And we rehearsed all night, the next morning, the next day. And when I came out that following morning to show, show, my, show Mr. Gordy, I had the steps. And that, that's a true story. I, I got on the special. And it's so ironic with my group, believe it or not, uh, I have a young man with me now in the group. You're not even going to believe it. It's Paul Williams Jr. You're kidding me. His son. Oh my God. Things with me now, and it's so ironic. He he comes to me, uh, Dennis. Uh, can you help me with? And you know, I just feel like I owe him. You know, uh-huh. because his father helped me. Does he and have that deep it, voice like his daddy does? No, he didn't have the deep voice. He had that baritone voice. Right. Okay. Paul Williams had that baritone. He's the one that sung for once in my life and. And I don't look back, uh-huh. but but he is also the one that was responsible for most of the choreography. He dances like his father. Oh, I wow. mean, it's, it is just a when, when I tell people in the shows, they just stand up. They just stand up because it's just such. And, and the other thing, he looks so much like his father. I think people be taking second guess. <laughs> I, I thought he was dead, you know, <laughs> oh, when they see us. But I mean, I am so blessed to have him, you know. And, and he, he's he's a fine young man. Uh, a spot came open and he kept asking me about it and I said, you got to be kidding. You know what I'm saying? He said, he said, my whole life I've been trying to sing with you. And I said, well, wow. Dennis- you know, by him being around me, he gets, he, gets, he gets to learn a lot about his father that he didn't know. And I think it just works out good for both of us. Absolutely. Gotcha. You know, it keeps, it cast- keeps the temptation lineage going and, oh, and, yeah, and creating a new generation. Yeah. You know, when, you know it's, it's, a, it's, it's a heavy burden on, on me sometimes when when you think that four of the members are gone and you're still here. Right. So you, you, you say to yourself, you know, I've got to be here for a reason, you know, but sometimes you just say, God, why do you do this to me, you know? <laughs> but but it's sort of like he, it works itself out. And now I am, I'm in a better place. I think he's in a better place and the group's in a better place. Right. I'm bringing with me also Mr. Chris Arnold from Chicago. He sings uh, Eddie's part, that falsetto part. Right. And, and the most important voice I'm bringing the one you're talking about, that real deep bass, that's Melvin Franklin. He comes from Detroit. His name is Mike Patello. Mike Patello, okay. And I have a young man that you guys will never, ever forget. He's one of my featured vocalists along with me. He comes from Birmingham, Alabama. His name is David C. S. E. A. Right. And uh, we have such a great, great review. You, you, you. If you remember the Temptations. You you got to come and see this show. We're looking forward to it because you know, in Ohio, we're always showing so much love down there. You are, and Dennis, you started 
of your career with a little group known as the Contours, Contours didn't yeah, you? I with the Contours. It's so ironic. I started with the Contours, and I remember my first show I did was opening up for The Temptations. You're kidding me. Yep, and wow. I became, uh, me and David became, Dave Ruffin became the best of friends. And I didn't know later in, 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 in our careers I would end up replacing them, but we became the best of friends. Wow, that is great. And then, of course, I, I got to give you some uh, some kudos here because when you joined the Temptations, I'm going to ask you two quick questions tonight because one leads into the other. Did you like the Temptations bio that was done on television? How, how correct was all that? Of course, well, when you, you replaced, know, you know, I, I tell you what, it was well done. And of course, there's always a you know you know once you live it, it's a lot of things you 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 say, wow, why didn't they, they mention that? Why didn't they do that? Right. But uh, I thought it was well. I thought it was well done. I love the. Like Melvin didn't die in his mom's house; he died in the hospital. You know, right. stuff like that. It, it's it's a, it's a whole lot of little things. I think they they kind of overdid the drug thing. You know, right. back in back in the sixties, everybody like even the president he didn't smoke one. He he didn't inhale it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but there were there were a lot of. You know that was the flower of our era and all right. that junk. Right. But but I thought it was well done. You know, I um. I, I hate. To, I don't like to see it. I I, I look at it and uh-huh. you know, it brings back so many memories. And you know, I, I think about it sometimes every now and then on the stage. You know, I got right. this point where I I give them tribute to them, and you know, it's just it's 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 sad to think about what could be now right. if they all were here. Well, Dennis Edwards, you were the voice of the Temptations when this the group went to a whole different level. Uh, 1968-69, cities were burning, lots of things were going on. Music was really saying well, you something. Know, we had such a marriage between Norman Whitfield and myself. He was our producer. Right. And, you know, we thought, you know, music is, is, is a great, great weapon. I thought we we should we should step up and, you know, some of our message songs, I think they helped kind of quiet down the people, you know. One of the greatest of all time has got to be Ball of Confusion. I well, tell you, Ball of Confusion is so well received even today because oh, yeah. uh, I, I think I, you know I'm, I'm hoping that one era that I that I live in won't be a Ball of Confusion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but every yeah. era I've been in has been a Ball of Confusion. Well, I'll tell you, being on the road as you have for so many years, I'll tell you, it's it's incredible because you know the song, and, and again, back to the song for just a second. Ball of Confusion was written 40 years ago, and the messages are exactly the same today as they were. Well, you know, I think that's one of the one of the reasons, because, you know, a lot of times, I, I, you know, I go to my promoter, and I say, is it, maybe this is going to be the year. He said, oh, no, man, we got plenty of jobs. In my, and, you know, I, I think I think because of, of the quality of the music, I don't even think we even realized it 20, 30 years ago yeah. that, that, that the music would withstand. Now, because, you know, basically our music is about love of a man and woman and we sang a few message songs along the way but it's good quality music you know I, I tell the kids today we could not say it in four letter words over right. their ways absolutely because it was illegal but I think now they have like they've kind of the restriction has gone on that you know they they played a little bit of any kind of you know they even checked the content of our record they even checked what we meant about our music because they told us that it reflected on our kids. Well, you know, Cloud Nine was really a cutting song for you guys. It was cutting. Cloud Nine, I think when it came about, uh, you know, I had just gotten a group, you know, and of course the great David Ruffin. Right. Uh, you know, he was my idol as well as the world's idol. Well, we were 
we had, I had to cut us a couple of songs, you know, and they were like, wow, he's not David, you know, because I had a completely different sound. So we were, we were trying to figure out a direction to go. And, of course, you know, like you say, that was the era during the war. There was a whole right. lot of turmoil. Uh, you know, people were picketing in the streets and all, you know. And I think a record came on while we were sitting in the studio by a group called Sly and the Family Stone called Dance to the Music. Oh, yeah. What was so significant about it was the fact that he had about, each one of them was singing a line. And I looked down our, our group and I said, you know what, we have Eddie Kennedy, we got Paul, we got Otis, we got, we got Melvin. Each one of us can sing. And he went back to the drawing board and he came up with Cloud Nine. Wow. You know, because Cloud Nine, each one of us had a, had a line or two in it, although I was the lead on it. Uh -huh. But that's what came out. And also it was significant because we were kind of, we were kind of uh, worried about the length of the record because, you know, the, people don't know, disc jockeys didn't play records over three or four minutes. They were very short, weren't they? Yeah, they didn't play long records. And that one was long. Papa was Rolling Stone was long. And, you know, I think the Dells had the longest record I think they would play, and that would stay. You remember that one? Oh, yeah, sure do. And, and uh, of course, you know, I think, I don't know, they, they you, you tried to stay under three minutes to even get an airplane. <laughs> so Cloud Nine came about, and they had so much music in it. And, but it, it just, it, it was just a perfect marriage uh, for the audience, you know, and, and the music at the time. Well, you know, Papa was a Rolling Stone. It was almost six minutes long. It was almost six minutes. And, and you, you know, know, you mentioned those records there. They won they won the Cloud Nine when they won, believe it or not. It's hard for me to believe now. Yeah. All of the big records in Motown. That was the first record to win a Grammy. Right. The one Cloud. of all of them, it was it was Papa was a Rolling Stone, right? No, Cloud Nine. Oh, won Cloud the first Nine record. won the Grammy. Okay, I'm sorry. Cloud Nine won the first one, and Papa was Rolling Stone won the second and third. Okay, I got you there. Out of all of those huge records. Well, you know, all in all, uh, well over 40 top uh, 40 songs, almost 50. And Dennis, that is incredible. You know, it was it was really, really, uh, I was really blessed to be a part of it. And, you know, I'm still blessed to, to be able, you know, to, to even go out and do, do this again. And, you know, it's like I, I was telling my, my bass singer, he's a bass player, he plays, right. lives in St. Louis, and we usually end up going home together. I told him the hardest job I have is to travel. You know, if when I get there and I do that hour or two and I can see the people's faces, they you know, they're they're happy. It makes me happy. It gives me a purpose for doing this, you know, it makes me just I, you know, I feel like, Wow, man, this is this is where I feel my peace up here on the stage. But now the travel has become so yeah. difficult. You know, it's the planes, the airfare, security and you know, I know they gotta do it. Well, when we get you here, maybe we'll just keep you. Yeah, well, maybe I'll just stay there for a while. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is beautiful. And I'll tell you what, Dennis Edwards of The Temptations, you are a treasure. And it well, really are. thank you for having me this morning. We're looking forward to coming, everybody. Tell everybody, don't miss this show. It's going to be a great show, man. I'm bringing a great bunch of guys. We still we got those flashy outfits. We still do all those routines. Everybody kicks high except for me. <laughs> <laughs> but but you can understand that, you know. You don't permit any dancing in the aisles, do you? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. do. Okay, oh, all right. You know, I don't think we can we can do my girl without people jumping up and dancing. 
You got that for sure, man. Well, I'll tell you what. We hope that you have time to do every one of your songs, and uh, it'll be a week from Saturday. Dennis Edwards, we look forward to seeing you at the Vern Rife Center for the Arts. And uh, the best to you. And uh, like I say, good, uh, safe travel to get here, okay? All right. Thank you so much. And tell everybody we're looking forward to it. Will do, Dennis. Bye-bye. Bye. Dennis Edwards of The Temptations. And he is, of course, uh, boy, I tell you what, a lot of history right there in that interview.